The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. From the choir to protocol to ushering um, to the media, all the technical people, all the pastors and leaders, everyone that um, contributed in one way or the other, everyone that sowed towards the conference, you will not lose or miss your reward in the name of Jesus. And what you made to happen for others that were blessed in that meeting, in one way or the other, both people that were here physically or in all the viewing centers or people that watched online or are still watching online, God will make happen for you in multiplied fold in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. The conference is over, but the impact and the effect of the conference is not and should not be over in your life in Jesus' name. Rest roundabout will indeed be your portion in Jesus' name. In any and every area of your life where there seems to be a struggle or rest, it will be turned around for you in the name of Jesus. And what to do now that the meetings are over is what you need to be knowledgeable of and most importantly to apply them. If you've been in church for any period of time, you will have heard me teach that when we have major meetings like this or a major event that God does in your life, there are three parts to it. There's the part before the event. What you are to do there is to prepare. We can't prepare for Supernatural 2019 anymore. It has come and it has gone. You can only start preparing for Supernatural 2020. And if you ask my own advice, it's too early. There are other things to focus on now. <laughs> so you can't prepare any longer. The event itself is the second part. That has, that has also come and gone now. That ended last Sunday after the third service. However, there is this third part, which is as important as the other two. I don't think there's any part that is more important. I call this part the aftermath. Look, what I'm sharing with you took us years to learn in this ministry. Years. And I won't have time to teach that extensively today. Maybe I will touch in a bit more tomorrow, I mean next Sunday, um, and possibly the upper Sunday. There are three things God has told me to share with you to, in this aftermath phase that will make the things that were released and that you received during Supernatural be evident in your life in the weeks and the months and the years to come. May none of us ever be like the children of Israel that God brought out of Egypt and they ended up perishing in the wilderness. You better say a louder amen if you hear what I'm saying. Look at the kind of miracles they went through. Those ten plagues that hit Egypt. And they were in Goshen. And none of them affected them. And then Pharaoh announced, you can now go. After hundreds of years of bondage. And they all came out. None was feeble. Two to three million people. Old and young. Nobody sick. And they came out with silver and gold. What a supernatural. What a supernatural. And yet, because they did not manage the aftermath 
of what God did well. The entire adult generation that walked that, that walked through the Red Sea. Apostle Paul was talking to us and warning us about them in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. They were, I mean, can you imagine going through that kind of miracle? And six months later, one year later, nothing is evident in your life again. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. So this phase after the event is, 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 is very vital. Many people return to normal mode after a major convention. No. That's an error. Of course, you will have to rest because of physical exhaustion. We can understand that. But that you went back to where you were. So I will start with that tonight and this morning. Don't go back to how things were before supernatural. Don't go back. Don't go back. Even if you look at the church carefully, we are not the way things were before supernatural. This video world wasn't here before supernatural. And the other things we are changing in church. Mr. Lyon, they had not done Bible reading before supernatural. <laughs> That's what you should do. Change things. Tap your neighbor and say, change something, change something, change something. As an act and a step of faith, do something about your prayer life. I'm your pastor, I will tell you something. Pastor Inda and I did three days fasting this past week. Oh. I'm just giving you that. I mean, if I don't tell you, who will tell you? That's apart from the one we are starting today. I'm not talking about this one. Change something. The worst mistake you can make after you have had an encounter with God is to go back to the things you were doing before God visited you. It means you don't believe God visited you. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Glory, glory be to God. Our text today, Revelation chapter 12. I want to focus on verse 12 very briefly this morning. Revelations 12. It was a synopsis of the history of humanity. From Genesis 1, there was war in heaven. That was before God started creating, recreating the heavens and the earth. And he ended up in verse 11, said, We overcame by the blood of the Lamb. He just summarized all that happened. God gave John that revelation in six verses. This is what has happened since Satan decided to overthrow God. But verse 12 is what I want you to focus on this morning because that's what we want to do. And this is the first key I'm going to give you to manage this aftermath season very well. Revelations 12. Therefore rejoice. Therefore rejoice. Because of all that has happened in the previous verses that we read. And I won't have time to study that. Rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Ask your neighbor for me. Are you aware that you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus? That person is not hearing what we are saying. Look for another neighbor that is interested in what we are saying. Tell them, do you know that now that you are in Christ, you are a bona fide citizen of heaven? Somebody needs to catch that revelation because you think you are a Lagosian or a Nigerian or an African or you are on the earth. No. The moment you became born again, you became a citizen of heaven and you are now an ambassador of Christ on the earth. You are like an American embassy worker stationed in Lagos, but your true nationality is American. So this is not just for people that are physically in heaven. That commandment to rejoice. Hallelujah. 
oh heavens and you that dwell in them. Somebody lift your hands this morning and declare, I'm seated in heavenly places. Come on, let me feel your faith this morning. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So I set my affections on the things of heaven. As it is in heaven, so it is for me here on earth. Heaven reigns in me. That's what we started talking about before supernatural. We're going to continue with it. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Woe to the inhabitants of Lagos. So if you want to be an earthly citizen, watch what the Bible is telling you is going to happen. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. Why? Very simple. The devil has come down to you. Having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. Glory be to God. That's why there's famine on the earth. The devil is here. That's why there's sickness on the earth. The devil is here. That's why there's failure and shame on the earth because the devil is here. That's why marriages break up. People are frustrated. People die before their time because the devil is here. It's a place of woe. If you live on the earth or if you conduct your life in earthly places, you will see woe. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. What you need to learn is to live as if you are in heaven. And though you are on the earth, the things of the earth will not dominate your life. And this is the first thing to do, to rejoice. Because you have overcome. Hallelujah. Praise God. So this is the first thing to do. HOP, please get ready. In fact, start coming up. I'm not here to teach today. We are here to celebrate God and to give thanks. This is the first thing to do. Rejoice. Be thankful. Be grateful. Be praiseful. This supernatural aftermath season. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Or am I speaking Greek? Are you catching the spirit I'm saying? Rejoice. Rejoice. Hallelujah. This is the specific instruction from God. Shift and set the atmosphere around your life with your praise and your worship. Shift. Use your praise and your worship. That's why I asked you to sing that song this morning. Atmosphere shift. God told me too many of you, talking to us Christians, the atmosphere around your life cannot contain the miracle that I've released for you to enjoy. Your atmosphere cannot accommodate it. If that billionaire client that God wants to connect you with comes to you, he will run away from you because of the air around you. Imagine Dangote coming and wants to do a contract with you. Can somebody imagine? And he sees, ah, this guy doesn't look as if I give him one million dollars or he'll be able to handle it because he's saying he will run away. Now, think about that in a spiritual sense. You need to shift your atmosphere. You need to change. Let the atmosphere around you be the atmosphere of heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Let the atmosphere around you, the atmosphere of heaven, and this is the title of my short exhibition this morning, joy. That's the atmosphere of heaven. Joy. 
Can I hear somebody shout joy? That's not a shout. Shift the atmosphere. And that's what we want to do in the next few minutes as we are praising God. Somebody say, I'm shifting the atmosphere. I'm shifting the atmosphere. Revelations 19. I want to read a few verses. Pay attention very closely. I love the title in my Bible. Heaven exalts over Babylon. Babylon refers to the world system. I told you heaven is also a system, a kingdom. So the kingdom of heaven or the system of heaven is rejoicing, is exalting over the systems of this world. And listen to what John saw. Verse 1. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great mountain in heaven saying, Hallelujah! I want you to see something in these few verses. This is the atmosphere of heaven. They are singing Hallelujah! Tap your neighbor if we come around you in your house. Ask your neighbor, will we hear hallelujah around you? Or is it sadness and gloom and depression? If we come to your office, is the atmosphere hallelujah? If not, shift that atmosphere. Hear me and hear me very well. Oh. God told me many people, Satan has stolen your joy. They were me dealt with that during supernatural. If I were you and you know there's no hallelujah around you, no joy around you, you better go and listen to that message until it changes something in your life. Can I hear a loud amen? Yeah. Set the atmosphere of, of hallelujah around you. Hallelujah. This is what John saw in heaven. Salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. That's what you ought to be declaring. Verse 4. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God. And, who, and God who sat on the throne saying, Amen, Hallelujah. Can somebody shout Amen, Hallelujah. Look at verse 5 to 7. Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God. All you his servants and those who fear him, both small and great. That was God speaking. Voice from the throne. The one that sat on the throne was God. And I heard as it were. The voice of a great multitude. As the sound of many waters. And as the sound of mighty thunder saying. Let's read it together everybody. Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Somebody shift your atmosphere. The atmosphere around you needs to be the atmosphere of heaven. And you set it deliberately. That's what you do in an aftermath season. If your joy was low before supernatural, take it high. Like Dr. K said, loud and high. Does somebody still know how to do holy misbehavior in this place? Or Satan has stolen that one in the last one week too. <laughs> Help me look at your neighbor and say, I hope your holy misbehavior has not been stolen from you. And if you need a reason, because somebody will say, ah, me, I didn't get a job. Me, I didn't marry. Me, I didn't have children. In case you need a reason. And the truth of matter, this is the real reason. Look at verse 7. This is why we are praising God. This is why we are singing and we are shouting loud and high. This is why we are misbehaving in a holy way. Let us be glad and rejoice. And give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come. 
and we his wife, we have made ourselves ready. Listen, we are rejoicing because of Jesus. They don't rejoice in heaven because they got a car or because they got a wife or because they have children or because they got a promotion. That is okay for earthly places and there's nothing wrong with us testifying about it. But do you know why they are shouting hallelujah? Do you know why they are praising God in heaven? Because of the Lamb. That's all. Because Jesus died for us and shed his blood for us. My friend, that's the only reason you need. And I tell you, as you start doing that, the wife will come. The healing will come. The job will come. The promotion will come. There will be rest round about. Shift and set the atmosphere around your life. Rise up on your feet. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.